Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of Real Connections. I'm your host, Mickey Ray. So, you know what tomorrow is? If you haven't guessed it already, Friday the 13th. And I believe there are several Friday the 13th throughout the years, but uh, this one in particular, uh, I happen to find some horror stories. For this occasion, yeah, uh, like, oh, let's say, real to life, Friday the 13th horror stories, if you will. So, uh, bring your popcorn and champagne, and make yourself comfortable, and hopefully, my voice will be nice, and, uh, I hope you'll enjoy this episode of Friday the 13th. Anyway, for most of it, uh, Friday the 13th, is it a myth or is it superstition? Well, a lot of, a lot of people, like adults, uh, think it's a myth. And, uh, actually, for me, uh, it's just a number. Superstition number actually, it's not actually a bad number for me. And I know it's weird. It's like a good luck number for me. Uh, I don't know if some of you can relate. <laughs> so anyway, so a lot of a lot of Friday the Thirteenth is a myth or superstitious folklore. Uh, but anyway, I find quite fascinating. I hope y'all will too. And so, yeah, so, some people may even fear this day, the number combination. That is called, if I say it, it's a long word, Fritrisudepia. <laughs> it's a fear uh, of this very day, Friday the 13th, which will be in a few hours from now. <laughs> so I thought I'd do this episode real quick. And throw it out there for you. So, so I'm going to play it safe. And it's just a matter of how you accept it. How you, or do you embrace it, right? Some of us embrace a haunting, right? Um, how do you embrace a haunting? You accept it. Or do you seek help? Alright, um, anyway. I hope you guys seek help at the Royal Lacey Foundation. Uh, I believe the website is morelegacy.com. So if you do need help, feel free to uh, submit your inquiries there and then find reputable people uh, within the foundation to be able to help with that case in that area. And uh, we're from all over the world, so don't feel like you're alone. You're never alone. Alright? If anything from this episode, you're never alone. <laughs> so anyway, number one. Come down to, to it. Uh, there's a few short stories about me here and there. And uh, let me know which ones do you find that you like? Which one is your favorite? Alright. So, category number one. Well, number 13. Okay, let me rephrase that. November 13, 1987. Slash. Bob, right? 
And so, resources to say, there's no man who ever lived that was suspicious of Friday the 13th, and none other than Bob Renfrey. Bob was a retired bus driver, alright, and so, who had a run of bad luck? For every single Friday the 13th, during the early 90s, alright? And so, <coughs> his dream about us uh, with incidents run from, like, um, falling in a river, crashing a motorcycle, even riding off, uh, riding off four cars, and accidentally hitting his wife in the face with a stick that he was drawing to his dog. After I have a habit of leaning on my desk, so sorry about that, guys. Uh, after those incidences, and of course, um, I might take some more water break. Yeah, you guys know me by now. <laughs> um, and I'm doing a lot better too, for but I wasn't past up an eight. I thought I was um, getting the COVID, but right now I'm doing fine. I'm doing a lot better, so I'm back. I'm back, guys. Okay. So back to the story. <laughs> the moral of the story. Uh Friday the thirteenth as a tribute to his uh long standing war uh, with that date. <coughs> but the thirteenth uh, thoughts the last word again all undertakers were booked solid if that makes sense. Hmm. I guess it depends on how you would think about a certain way of thinking. Kinda like a lot of attraction like if you like attraction like and so forth. So whether or not you believe in a curse or not. The curses I think curses are only real if you believe in it. Right? Uh correct me if I'm wrong, but that is how I think. Alright, so number two and I am gonna take a drink of water. Not uh, bad. Okay. Number two. January 13, 1939. Australia's Black Friday. Hmm. In summer of 1939, Australia was one of the hottest days seen in a long time. The ground was dry and, flow and flowing water was a rare sight to see. So the drought was very severe enough to, to the point where people on water washes. So then on, then on Friday, January 13th, several groups of people uh, disregarded Smokey the Bear and uh, left their fires burning. So it wasn't one person or even one group of people that were responsible for the following disaster. But that event was certainly initiated by people. From there, the virus spread across acres and acres of land. 
and so destroying over 80 sawmills and killing over 70 people. 1,000 houses were lost. Almost 5 million acres of land were torched, and even today, over 70 years later, Australia's land feels the lack of fertilization and moisture that caused by that wildfire. Yeah, we get those wildfires out here too, California. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> Some close calls. Alright. Number three. <coughs> October 13, 2006. New York snowfall. New York City's average snowfall is roughly about two to four feet in a year. Uh, spread out over a few months. That's not a bad rate at, at all. But one October morning, Buffalo decided to throw a very cold party. During the evening of October 12th, a well into the afternoon, two feet of snow buried Buffalo, New York. If you don't think that's a lot of snow, then first off, you haven't lived in snow state. Secondly, yeah, here are some states to break that down for you. 80 to 90% of the roads in New York were pronounced impassable and a driving ban was issued. Three people died, two in car-related accidents and one by being crushed by a falling snow lodge tree. So hundreds of trees snapped 4,000 people were left without power and were expected to run out of water as pipes going into the cities were shut off. Wow, that's tragic. Alright, number four, the river 13, 1829, Niagara Falls, Daredevil. Alright, Sam. Paps. Yes, Sam Paps was a daredevil with style. His trick was diving off the Niagara Falls and bouncing right back up to the uh, houses of the multitude. He was sure of his ability to bungee the uh, waterfall. In fact, that he ran an ad in the local newspaper. Um, Animasonic Wire, sorry if I butchered that, uh, which is the ad. He also initially planned, uh, I, I mean, he initially planned on forcing his trained bear to follow him in a leap as well, a site that would draw a crowd from any era. And this stunt had an expected audience of 6,000 to 7,000 people. On the day of, however, Sam Patch form was patchy, to say the least. And he was swiftly swallowed by the water. There were only a few moments 
of suspense before people realized that something was indeed very, very wrong and the crowd moved away. Pretty sad. Alright, number five. Let's see how I'm doing. What if I'm doing good? If you're with me this far, you know who. Alright, see you back. Number five. August 13, 1976. Daz Baxter. Although Daz never had quite the r- r- rivalry with the day. <laughs> I don't know why it's better, sorry. As the uh, Bob Brinsley case, but Daz did prefer staying in the in bed on in his bed on Friday the thirteenth to minimize to minimize hazards. Well if that excuse lies with your boss, why not take a day off for yourself? As Daz was settling down into his comfy bed to enjoy his day of safety he heard a strange sound, perhaps a creaking or a breaking sound. Shortly after his suspicious sound, <clears throat> to that particular sound, the, the uh, entire apartment, uh, the entire apartment block collapsed, and he tumbled down six stories to his death. Unlucky choice or revenge every day. You decide. That depends on your view. And Bob (laughs) Renfrey would agree that they simply had a share up for the poor of that that bastard, rather. (laughs) Okay, that was hard to say. Uh, Number six. (coughs) October. 1372, hey, that's my birth year. Rugby team. Alright. When. I'm going to push this, I'm sorry, in advance. When the uh, Ungayan rugby team, I do apologize <laughs> if I didn't say it right, that left on their flight for Chile. The one thing on their mind was. Crushing the old boys' love in a game due to the storm. So they stayed the evening uh, of the 12th in Argentina before the party in the afternoon of the 13th. Despite of the uh, clear night pilot uh, received, the sky was still uh, cloudy and the air and the air full of. Turbulence. So one mistake after another seemed to happen as the pilot was attempting to descend. Air control gave him the wrong directions. He couldn't even see until, uh, until the, was facing, to what was facing the mountain directly, even. And, <coughs> excuse me. And so the, the engine refused to gain Right, and so causing the airplane to crash two or three times into the ma- into the mountain, instantly killing the twelve people 
by the time the airplane settled on the side of the uh, frostbound clip. And so the team has popped a racing for an 11 minute airplane ride. And as the week stretched on, the food swiftly ran out and the survivors turned to cannibalism. And so, whether you're involved with who lives in fear of the Friday the 13th, nah, I'm not. <laughs> uh, Sam perhaps would do anything to flaunt your disbelief. The mixture of an allegedly election number and the best day of the week is undeniable. And its popularity in American culture. And whether or not you have personally experienced bad luck on a Friday the 13th, like breaking a mirror, so forth. And uh, <clears throat> so remember that it's not possible. And so take care and don't forget to walk around the ladder. <laughs> anyway, um, or step on a crack. Ooh, just kidding. But anyway, I hope you all enjoy tonight's episode of true story that uh, unlucky story has to say that actually happened on a Friday the 13th. So stay safe and yep, or don't let that black hat cross your path. <laughs> I had to throw that out there. But anyway, anyway, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even TikTok. I was on live on TikTok. I was live there tonight. And, uh, chat with y'all. Yeah, he's on live on TikTok. You guys are awesome. And I have a YouTube channel, Nicole Jasper. That's my author name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have written over a dozen books. Hey, y'all believe that? And speaking of number 13, I worked in my 13th book. <laughs> oh my goodness, not so much. Where's wood? Here we go. <laughs> That's a way. What is that? You know, the old superstition. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, um, I just hope you guys enjoy this episode. And uh, I hopefully uh, we'll come back with a live radio chat with Winston. We'll, we'll see. Uh, um, yeah. Hopefully soon. Have a great and safe night. And see you guys in the next episode. Alright. Thank you for listening. Haunted Rail Connections. I'm your host, Nikki Bay.